Welcome to the Disney Points Podcast, where our goal is to help you take that dream Disney vacation without blowing through your savings. With ticket costs and hotel prices constantly on the rise, we want to show you what's possible when you introduce credit card points and miles to the Disney equation. I'm Kim Shearer, and you can find me on my blog, vacationpointers.com, or at my Instagram account, at vacation underscore pointers. And I'm Sam Holland, and you can find me on the web at almostfreetraveling.com, or on Instagram at Almost Free Traveling. And now, this is the Disney Points Podcast. Kim, the silver lining of all your house woes, the mold, the mice, <laughs> is all the minimum spends you've been able to hit. And it's it's like, I don't, I want to be able to hit minimum spends, but I don't want my life to cost that much. So tell us about the cards you've been able to open to fix your house. Yeah, I don't want my house to cost so much either or my life. But and I prefer when those big expenses are planned expenses. Um like I like to wait until my car insurance bill comes around and I'm like there's 1300 bucks right there I can put on a card. But no, these were not planned, but also meant I may, I have a lot of points now. And so we opened quite a few in the last few months. Um but the short list is, let's see, Ross opened the Barclays, do you say A Advantage? How do you say it? Barclays A Advantage? Just or just advantage? advantage? Okay, with a little emphasis on the A. Ah. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're just going to say Advantage. But he opened the Barclays Advantage Aviator Business MasterCard. Um, I'm trying to keep him under 524, get him under 524. He was 524 at the time when he opened that one. Um that one, I think, had a 70,000 point bonus. So that's a bunch of American miles. And then I opened the City Business Advantage Platinum Select MasterCard. Um, I went with the business version again because I'm trying to keep my um, myself under 524. That one had a 65,000 mile bonus. Um, and then I got an offer. Okay, so first of all, I tried to apply for an Amex Platinum through like some of the referral links that have been floating around i think the offers were like gosh i think one was two or maybe that was for the business one anyway i think there was an offer for 150,000 american membership points or american gosh i'm fumbling on my a words on my on amex points um but i tried to apply through a referral link because that's the only place you can find that offer and I got denied. They didn't, they, I got the little pop-up window that said, you don't qualify for this offer. Would you like to continue? Which means basically you're not going to get the points if you continue with the application. So of course I didn't do that. But then I got something in the mail. It was like a, a targeted offer because I have an Amex gold card and it said they would give me a hundred thousand Amex points if I upgraded my gold card to a platinum, which Normally, I wouldn't want to do that because then that disqualifies me from getting the Amex Platinum welcome bonus in the future. But because I couldn't get the other offer, and then I think the standard offer was like 80,000 points at the time, it was still more. And so I decided to go for that because then it doesn't count towards, it's on another credit pull, it doesn't count towards my 524, but I still ended up with 100,000 Amex points. So that felt like a good deal to me. Well, I don't know. All right, thanks. Um, and then... The big one came when I, we've, when all the bills started rolling in for our house. Um, I 
made a list of all the cards that had minimum spends over $10,000, and I opted to go with the Chase Inc. Business Preferred, um, and I'll explain why in a minute. But um, And then the most recent card I opened, <laughs> this one has no minimum spend, really. I opened it yesterday. It was the Barclays Advantage Aviator Red card. It's the one where you get 70,000 American miles for just making one purchase with the card and paying the annual fee. I think it's $95. So that's like an insane deal. That's a that's a Barclays card. Um yeah, I think I think that's it. That's a lot of cards, right? That's only in the last, I don't know, three months. So we've been busy. Um but I was waiting for Ross to go under 524. He's been over for quite a while. Um, so that I could start referring him to ink cards. Cause really that's like that's where we get all of our points. Like referring him right now, the referral bonus for an ink card is 40,000 points. So that's on top of what you'll get for the welcome bonus, which most, you know, the ink cash and the ink unlimited are 75,000 points. So that's 75 plus the 40 for referring that's 115,000 points and for one card. Um, so that's, we're trying to get there, but now we are, he, he dropped under on July 1st. So <laughs> we're going to start doing that. <laughs> that's our next move um and then i'm also gonna have him op open that aviator card but i wanted to sneak in an ink card before i got put him back at 524 because <clears throat> i'll have a couple months again until he another one of his cards falls off so that's where we're at what are you gonna do with all those points oh man sam that's uh, a lot um, of a advantage miles uh -uh. <laughs> so I'm just going to start saying it. Um, so I think the plan right now, I mean, this could change. The plan right now is to fly American to Tokyo next year. Take the kids to Tokyo Disneyland. Is that what it's called? Is that what you call it? Yes. Yeah. So that's the plan. And then do like, you know, some other sightseeing in Japan because none of us have been there. Yeah, that's it. So you can fly on American for 30,000 points each way per person in economy or 60,000. From, from Philadelphia? Um, Yeah, I think so. I've looked. Well, it might not so be from Philly. We might that? have you to. Don't live... Well, yeah, you do. You live in Philly, right? I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But there's I... lots of airports by you. Yeah, I have like some options. So if I can't find a flight out of Philly, I could fly to Newark. And if I can't find one there, I could go to JFK or Baltimore or Washington, D.C. Like within... I could drive two hours and be at a whole bunch of different, like, major airports, which is kind of nice. None of them are, like, super-duper close, but, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so yeah, 30,000 points on American to Tokyo in economy and 60,000 in business. So, one of my plans is that one of the directions, possibly the one on the way there, that maybe I could get all five of us in business. Ooh. But I'm not counting on it. It's just... It's one of my my point and mild dreams. Yeah. So yeah, we might. I think that that's just the easiest way to get really that's one of the easiest ways. It's the most straightforward way to get to Europe or Asia is just cuz there's so many cards you can open to earn advantage miles and like you said from most parts of the country it's 30,000 for an economy ticket or 60,000 for business. So it's just, there's yeah, no which, transferring of points. There's lots of yep. cards that open to earn them. Yeah, and there's no transfer. I mean, you're just going to earn the miles you need with the card. You don't have to move them anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Which makes it pretty beginner-friendly, too. Yes. We like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's accessible. Definitely. Let's talk about what are other options for people with big expenses coming up? Yeah. So these are going to be like seriously big, like $10,000 or more big. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other cards that, you know, have what feel like big minimum spends, but most people can hit those like with their normal daily expenses for the most part. Um, but these are the ones that I, when I did my research, I knew we had these big bills coming up and these were the four that I came up with that would have been good options for us. So the first one is the Amex Business Platinum. This one has a minimum spend requirement of $10,000 in three months. And if you like Google the offer or use one of our referral links, the the bonus is 120,000 points. But there are, like I mentioned earlier, there are referral, like personal referral um, links that you could use that have an offer of 150,000. But I think what I'm finding is that if you have opened like an Amex Gold or like another Amex card using someone's referral link that they're not allowing you to apply through these links. That's just my, that's my Mm. best guess because I've heard other people say that that's happening to them too. And then they have to go just use the regular published offer. But, um, but if you haven't, go ahead. So pop-up jail was something that hackers talked about for a long time, but do you think that it actually doesn't really exist? It's really referral, personal referral jail. I do think it exists because in all the research I've done and like people I've talked to, like, well, yeah, I I still think it exists because I guess not everybody like opens their cards with referral links, but that they're still getting that pop up. But I don't know for sure. That's just conjecture. But I think the moral (laughs) of the story is don't just assume you're in pop up jail because you get the pop up. It might be referral jail. Right. So I don't think that means that you shouldn't apply for any other Amex cards. I would just try applying with just a regular link just to see. I mean, obviously get one that's one that you were going to get anyway. Don't just go try it and (laughs) see what happens. But Okay. And another question. I've heard Mm -hmm. you shared about how you have the Amex Gold and you got the offer to upgrade to the Platinum for 100K points. No credible. Doesn't count to your 524. Um, so how long between when you got your MX gold and when you got that offer? Oh, I've had the MX gold probably for two or three years. Is that the first time you got that offer? It was. If I did before, I probably brushed it off because I was like, there's no way in heck I'm paying a $695 annual fee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I can't say for sure that I never offered it before, and there's okay. always like an offer, like in, in my app, I could go to like my offers page and there would be like an offer to upgrade, but it's never anything worth doing. Like it's like much less points or okay. something like that. So I just ignored them. It was never worth it. But that one felt intriguing enough. And then I did the math, like back to the annual fee part, $695 is like insane. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Um, But I did the math and it might end up, I mean, if if somebody else is in the same situation, it might end up working out the same as it did for us. Like you get $240 in digital streaming credits. So like Disney plus and Hulu and ESPN. And I think what's the other, it's like a satellite radio thing or something. But um, I mean, we already subscribed to Disney plus like the package with Hulu and ESPN. So that's $20 every month. 
that we'll just, I mean, we would have spent anyway. So like subtracted that. So that's $240 off. And then there was also the $200 airline incidental credit. Um, and you can apply it to a certain airline. So I picked Southwest and then I tested it. I paid for the taxes on my reward flights with Southwest with my Amex Platinum and all of the taxes got refunded back to my credit card. Okay. So I've, I've already gotten that $200 back and that's money I would have spent anyway. So again, there's another $200. And it has um, great travel insurance. Yeah. It has great travel insurance. Um, you get access also to the Centurion you can, bank it, you can bank it with United. Yes. I've never done that. Obviously, this is my first one. But yes, that's another another episode. Yep. So anyway, I was able to justify it. It's like people call it like the coupon book. There's a ton of offer. I mean, even beyond the annual credits, there's also like a ton of like percentage back offers that you'll get every month. They change. Yeah. So anyway, might be worth but, it to somebody. But basically, I've I've heard other hackers talk about getting that offer they have the amex gold and then they get the email to upgrade to the platinum for a hundred thousand points so i think it's like a stand somewhat standard offer probably if you get the gold you can plan on getting offered the platinum at some point probably yeah. can't guarantee it so that means that i can't like i can't go back and apply for the amex gold i would have to like downgrade a card I don't know for sure. I think that's going to be my plan. Like next year, we'll see like if I really need this card again. It's not like I'm going to go sit in the Centurion Lounge by myself if I'm traveling with my family. But because um, you can't bring guests in with you for free anymore. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll be worth keeping it beyond the year. But I always I just figured a safety net would be going back to the MX Gold, which I love because it gets, you know, four times on dining and groceries. It's a great like everyday spend card. So. Yeah. Well, the other That's thing about the thing. MX Platinum, mm -hmm. you can add, I think you can add free authorized users. We've talked about this before and you can make it them either gold or platinum. Oh yeah. Authorized yeah. users. Mm -hmm. And, and they get a global entry travel credit. Okay. Yeah. That's another great option. So I've always thought that was a good family hack. If you wanted to get global entry for your whole family. You open an Amex Platinum or upgrade to an Amex Platinum and then make them all authorized users. And it's free? I like believe sure? it is. All right. We'll double check. I'm, you're probably right. I don't know why. I just can't remember. Yeah. I think it but, is. Okay, good. Well, that's uh, great. It is, sorry. It is for gold. If you make them gold. Right. Not a, not an Amex not Platinum. Platinum. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, that leads me to the next one because the other option that I considered was the Amex Business Gold because that one has a minimum spend of $10,000 in three months. But the welcome offer is 70,000 points, which I don't know. It's decent, but it didn't feel as intriguing. But that card earns four times points on two select categories you spend the most on each month. So that could be um, a bunch of different wow. things. Like it doesn't have to be the exact like specified categories. So that's, nice. that's a decent option. Um, the third one was the Chase Inc. Business Preferred, which, spoiler alert, that's the one I picked. Um, it is basically the business version of the Sapphire Preferred. And you've probably heard us talk about this a million times, but the Sapphire Preferred is our favorite, like, beginner travel card. It's because it's only a $95 annual fee. It lets you transfer your points to, like, some really awesome transfer partners. So this is the 
uh, business version of that because it allows you to do some of the same things. But it had had a $15,000 minimum spend in three months, and the welcome bonus was 100,000 points. Um, I'll talk about what the offer is currently in a second, but that's the one we decided to go with. And the reason was that because my husband has other ink cards, and it has to be an ink card, it can't be a Sapphire card or some other Chase card, it has to be an ink card. He was able to refer me to that card. And because the current referral bonus is 40,000, which is normally 20,000, it's increased. Um, instead of it being a 100,000 point gain, it was a 140,000 point gain for us. So it ended up being like the best option in my mind, because that's worth at least seven, $1,750 in travel. Like if you were to book through the portal, but with the way that we transfer our points to Hyatt, we'll get, you know, way more than that out of it. Yeah. So that's what we went with. Um, let's see. And then the fourth one. Okay. Last one was the Chase Inc. Business Premiere. And I still don't have this card. I don't know if I'll ever get this card. It doesn't feel as appealing to me because it's a newer business card from Chase. It's strictly a cash back card. You cannot take these. There's, I mean, it's not points, it's cash back. You can't take that and turn it into points. It's um, 100,000 points is worth $1,000 cash back, which, I mean, if you need cash back, it's not awful. But um, that one, you have to spend 10,000 in three months. So those, those were the four that I... Yeah, those are good options. I mean, how bummed were you when you saw that the ink preferred dropped to $8,000 for the minimum spend. So it dropped almost <laughs> half as much as it was for the same amount of points. I have to say, when I first saw that released a few days ago, I was like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> like, I could have done that card twice over. So it would have mm -hmm. been, you know, double the points. But the only thing right now that's making me feel a little bit better, as of today, while we're recording this, you still cannot get that offer through personal referral links. So our plan of Ross getting the 40,000 points and me getting 100,000 points wouldn't have worked out in this case because the personal referral link is still showing the old offer of having to spend $15,000. So I'm making myself feel a little bit better because it wouldn't have been an option anyway. I mean, it would have been an option, but it wouldn't have been nearly as many points. But keep checking because that could change. Normally, the personal referral links will eventually reflect these promotional offers. So I kind of expect that it will, but there's no guarantee. There are times that it doesn't. So keep checking your personal referral links if you're interested in that card. Yeah. And speaking of personal referrals, I mean, it's still, if a couple has ink cards, so they want to refer each other, it's still more points for less spend if you refer your spouse to the, either the ink cash or the ink unlimited. Right. Assuming that that right? Assuming that the personal referral links don't eventually yeah. show that offer. But you're right. Totally right. Yeah. So, so for, right. now, for now, I'm going to do the math for everyone. You could still refer your spouse or someone in your household to, to um, the Ink Cash or the Ink Unlimited, and you would mm -hmm. get 40,000 points, and they would get 75,000 points Yep. for only spending six thousand five hundred dollars so that's a total of 115,000 points for six thousand five hundred spend and no annual fee so. right the no annual fee part is important to remember too kind of is yeah i mean right, quickly well, before we move on yeah yeah go ahead are you gonna close your preferred now that you have your sapphire preferred 
Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'll definitely keep it open a year because you should keep all cards open at least for the first year. Um, but yeah, probably. I can't see any reason why I would need to have both. Right? Can you think of any reason? There are some differences between the two, but I just cannot decide if... I did notice that the travel insurance is better on the Sapphire Preferred. On the Sapphire, not the ink. Yeah. Okay. Because it's $10,000 per person or twenty thousand up to 20000 a trip. Uh-huh. The ink preferred is only 5000 Okay. Yeah, that's really important then. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, like the ink preferred, I noticed that it also has cell phone protection, which is a nice yes. benefit, too. If you pay your cell phone bill with that card, I believe you get $600, up to $600 per claim. Um. But I have other cards that do something similar, like the Capital One Venture X does the same thing. So it's not worth keeping just for that. So yeah, I, probably I, not. I'll probably close it. I think your MX Platinum might have the best cell phone coverage. <gasps> really? See, I don't even know a ton yet. Or is it the, the Business MX Platinum? Okay, one of the MX Platinums has <laughs> the most superior, I because one of them has like cracked screen coverage. Ooh. Well, I do the have coveted. three boys. I know, I know. So anyway, I just wanted to make sure you did. All right. Well, that's really good to know. I'll look into which one it is. Maybe we should do an episode on the best yeah. credit cards to use for cell phones. Yes. All right. Well, Sam, what about you? Enough about me. What cards have you been opening and what do you have? What's your, what's on your lineup? Yeah. So for a while, my husband and I have been referring each other back and forth between ink business cash unlimited and sorry ink business cash and ink business unlimited uh-huh uh to get that forty thousand dollar bonus for i can't talk get the forty thousand <laughs> point bonus we knew what you meant and more slowly hitting the minimum spends while also strategically spending on other cards like putting our travel on the sapphire preferred because of travel insurance and putting amazon and lowe's charges on the freedom flex last quarter for five times points and putting groceries and disney gift cards on my stupid mickey mouse card <laughs> so i could get that quarterly five times points that ended on june 30th so i could get my disney rewards out of jail um those four <laughs> points <laughs> i did want to point that out though i i bought a disney gift card as part of my groceries on mm -hmm. one of our grocery runs and i got five times points on it Nice. Uh -huh. It's great. So we were kind of racking up um, ink business bonuses. They're just sitting in there on my ink cards. Well, what are you going to do with all those rewards? Okay, I don't know yet. It depends on how it goes when we start making college payments mm. next month. I'm scared. I don't but like that. I know. Uh, I'm very happy that the ink preferred spend dropped to 8,000 because I think our payment for the first term of his college will be over seven, between seven and 8,000. Mm -hmm. And I plan to open the ink preferred under Darren, make the payment on that card. I'll be charged 1%. Okay. Um, and that charge varies by college or university. So make sure and look into it. But basically, I have a bunch of cashback dollars sitting on different ink cards because I want the option to cash them out if I need to. Oh, okay. Because we're entering into this kind of expensive period of time for our family. If I don't need to cash them out to pay for our newly expensive lifestyle, <laughs> Let's hope. 
as I know, as college parents, we might use them to go to like for a high in Hawaii next year. Can Christmas I tell you break. how much I want to do that whole trip over again? Oh, I know. I want to do it to our kids. We haven't oh taken our kids to Hawaii. We're going to Mexico for the first time in December with the kids. Okay. And we would like to do Hawaii 2024, but I just don't know yet. There's too many things in play. Have you ever cashed out your an ink bonus because you needed the cash? I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. Maybe I did a pay yourself back like where you still get the same like 1.25 or 1.5 on the Sapphire Reserve when we had one. Yeah. Maybe I did like a small one then, but that was probably early on. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm I'm too scared. We've done it once uh during COVID because they Chase offered uh elevated cash out to anyone. It didn't matter what card you had. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so Darren cashed out some of our points. I can't remember if it was 1.25 or 1.5, but um anyway, we'll see. I mean, uh, it is an tuned. option. Yeah. I have it's hope that you won't have about, to. I do too, but it's also one of the great things about um, flexible points and cashback yes. cards. Yeah. It's definitely good to have it like in your back pocket, like if something comes up, it's like extra savings almost. Make your points or cash back serve you. That's right. Well, Okay, let's go on to another one. There's another great offer that's not necessarily for large expenses, but it is ending soon on July 19th. So I thought maybe we should mention it um, now. But it's Mm -hmm. the Hilton Business Amex, and it has a welcome bonus of 150,000 points. Plus, you get a free night certificate after spending $4,000 in three months. And the free night certificate has to be used within 12 months. So that's the offer. And I believe, Sam, didn't you just open this? I did. I, yeah, I've been focusing on hotel points because we continue to earn quite a few Alaska points traveling, flying for work. And I still plan to go for the companion pass later this year. So I'm feeling like confident with airline miles that we have and will keep earning. It's more hotel points that we need. And also I was wanting to take a break from Chase because I want the companion pass at the end of the year, I'm trying to stay under 524. So I wanted to open a business card and I wanted to open a card with an elevated bonus. So it kind of came down to the IHG card and mm-hmm. the, the IHG business card, which I think is fabulous. If you have a redemption was fabulous. If you had a redemption for it. And then um, this Hilton business Amex, I went with the Hilton business because it was an Amex. So it was a different bank. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a break from Chase. Mm-hmm. And my plan was I was going to open two of them. Like I was going to open one and because we had quarterly taxes that we needed to pay on it. So I mm-hmm. knew that we would hit the spend fast. And then I thought, I'll just refer Darren and then he can open it before July 19th. And then we'll have, you know, we can kind of like pull those points together and have two free night certificates. And my plan is kind of upended because... Um, the ink preferred spend dropped. So obviously I have to open that one. I maybe should have waited. Here's my other issue. I, what is it? Usually what happens is I 
get to the end of a minimum spend and I didn't open another card. So then I have this period of time where I'm like, what card do I open? And I we're like trying to figure out where to put our spend. And I was like, this time I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have a card. I'm going to open it while I'm still hitting the other spend. And I'll just be able to slide right into it, into that spend. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I maybe should have waited until the end of my last minimum spend. That would have put me in July and the preferred would have dropped by then. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. You no, know, you just can't predict these things. I, you just got to go with the flow. That's right. And you did the best you could with the knowledge you had. And you can call an audible. You can change your plan. It's not mm-hmm. that big of a deal. Well, do you have plans for the Hilton points? Because I keep wondering if I should open one. But normally I like to have a, pra- a plan for like my co-branded cards, meaning like like United points or Hilton point, like something very specific that can't be you know moved around. I like to have a plan, but I don't know exactly what I would use them for. Would you use them for something like Disney? I think the main concern with this welcome bonus was do you have a plan for the free night certificate because it expires Mm -hmm. in 12 months and i do have a plan for that and the reason you have to have a plan for those is because they're amazing and you can use them to book a standard room at any hilton it doesn't matter how many points the room costs anyway these these are legendary free night certificates and so that was my main concern was can i find a place to use this and here's why i knew i could because i'm going to be in tokyo hong kong probably New York or early next year. Mm-hmm. So I knew that kind of the sweet spots for those free night certificates were our Conrad's or Waldorf Astorias. Right. Like the um, more expensive points hotels. Yes. Yeah. Including the the one at Disney World where um, we have an episode where Man Mac Travel he talked about staying like at the Waldorf Astoria at Disney World because he went on an adult trip with his wife and they had two of those certificates from Hilton. Oh, and so they stayed yeah. two nights. So oh, that is I like need a, to open it for that. It's a cool Disney redemption. You know, he what mm-hmm. he just told me in my DMs recently was that he's going to do the same thing at Disneyland. He's going to um, use his Hilton free night certificates like at the beach or something. Okay. So like not near Disneyland, but during that trip. They're going to stay somewhere fancy for a couple nights. So I'm like trying to figure out how can I fit in an ink preferred minimum spend and then also the Hilton business minimum spend. Can I do it? I don't know. Probably not. I I hope something more expensive doesn't happen to you. Right? But Me too. I mean, if it does, I guess, you know. Well, and we're going to get to another card in a minute that also gets a free night certificate. But one thing I wanted to say... Um, so I looked at Hong Kong and at Tokyo and they both have a Conrad that looks pretty great. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to use it in Tokyo. And here's why, because I noticed that the hotels in Hong Kong are a lot less expensive than the hotels in Tokyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like looking... points too or cash. Yeah. Points and cash actually. Nice. Um, for instance, the Hong Kong Conrad is eighty thousand a night or four hundred thirty-one dollars a night, mm-hmm. whereas the Conrad Tokyo is ninety-five thousand points or five hundred and ninety-five a night. So, I think the best 
redemption for my free night certificate is going to be this one night we have in Tokyo before we fly out at the end of our trip. That's fun. That's a good, good option. Yeah. So, but I think the best Hilton card to open, we just never open it because it's not a business card, mm-hmm. is the Aspire. Because that, that, if you open the Aspire, you get Hilton status and you get an annual free night certificate. Right. But it's not, not a like business a card. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. You know, it's funny <laughs> that, that I was going to say that card, when I look back, like I have a spreadsheet from when we first started travel hacking. And I had like a list of what we've opened. And then I had a list of next cards, like ones that I was interested in. And the Hilton Aspire was like on there early. Because I thought for sure we'll go to Disney World and we'll stay at one of the Hiltons nearby. And we'll get the free diamond status. We'll get the lounge access, all that. But I just never did. I never found a place to fit it in. There's still time. I know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? If I can get this Hilton Amex business card if I can somehow find a way to squeeze it in and then we plan like a Hilton trip maybe I would open it just to have the free diamond status you know like to make the the trip worth it to make it even more special who knows here's to expensive things happening to us but having (laughs) the cash flow to pay for them having the means (laughs) cheers to that that's right cheers Kim and I love bringing you Disney content every week. Thanks for showing your support by using the credit card affiliate links in the show notes. It costs you nothing and means everything to us. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode of the Disney Points podcast, where we'll unpack another way to save on your next Disney vacation. See you real soon.